Welcome to the WoBizzle podcast for women who own or aspire to own their own businesses. I'm Michelle. And I'm Melissa. And we're here to give you the tips and tools you need to succeed. Let's get started. Today, we're talking about the art of the pivot. Oh, yes, the pivot. How your business will evolve over time and you need to expect it and be ready for it. Right. Uh, I know certainly ours have evolved over time. Oh my gosh, yes. And with technology and methods of communication and everything else changing so rapidly, you have to change with it. Yes, definitely. So oftentimes what you may intend, uh, if you're first starting out, your business model Mm -hmm. uh, may may drastically change. Oh my gosh. May make it... It's all about the pivot. It is all about the pivot. <laughs> and the ability to stay competitive yes. depends on your ability to pivot, period. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I've seen that in my own business. So I've I've been in business now. I'm going into my seventh year. Mm-hmm. And I started out, my business is Chamber Speak. And I started out as a marketing communications consultant for the Chamber of Commerce industry. So I, my background was in Chamber of commerce and nonprofit, and then also television news. And um, when I was working as a vice president of communications for a chamber of commerce, what I discovered was that no matter how big your chamber was, how big your staff was, how much of a budget you had, there was always so much, too much communication marketing work that needed done and not enough time or resources or staff to do it. Well, and good for you for identifying and, and moving into a niche. Yes. Like that. So I found a need and it was a very focused need. And quite honestly, I'm, I think I'm pretty much the only person in the industry that's doing this uh, right now that has the experience. Good for you. So yeah, <laughs> now that I've put that out there, there'll be like all kinds of competitors right, emerge, right. which will be great. Competition's yes, competition good. is good. Keeps so, us on our toes. Yeah. But, um, but my business has evolved. So when I first started out, oh my gosh, my website, my website was crazy. <laughs> my website, I, I did invest money in a real website. Good for you. And, uh, I mean, That's it had I did. <laughs> everything but the kitchen sink on it. I mean, it was like, I had a list of every, I think every possible product or service, you know, right. every marketing plans, you know, uh, image campaigns, uh, social media, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Like every possible. And all your keywords, bam, bam, bam. Yeah, exactly. Ads, you know, whatever. Every possible thing that a chamber of commerce might need. Mm-hmm. Annual reports, you know, oh, everything in- was on there. Every little thing was on there. Everything I could do. I wanted everybody to know every single thing I could do for them. You go, girl. <laughs> and here's the thing, though, with that was that, first of all, it wasn't focused, you know. And right. so the jobs that came in were all over the board, which I never Because you mind. were all things to all people. Right. Yes. But then also, I think I think it, in ways it kind of repelled certain people, because if they see this long laundry list of like 78 things that she can do, <laughs> and they have something that's not on that list. What are they going to do? They're like, well, I guess she doesn't do that. She does all these <laughs> if things. If they read the whole list. <laughs> right. Exactly. If they, if, yeah, exactly. You, you alphabetize it. Right, so hopefully right. they can just quick reference. But so, so yeah, I mean, when I first started out, I was, and that, and that was in order to generate, I mean, I, I did do all that Cast stuff. Cast a wide net. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times when you do start a business, you, you maybe can't, I mean, I was niched in the industry for sure. Right. But, um, it, you know, I couldn't possibly, I mean, gosh, (laughs) 
you know, how was I supposed to focus? You know, because well, I just how can you really... stay competitive in all of those different areas? Right, right, especially when you know chambers have members who do all of this stuff, mm-hmm. and so and oftentimes they you know, and they really should use their members when they can. Right. So what I found, and, it, and this is where I think paying attention to what's going on in your business instead of I think sometimes folks get, um, you know, just they get upset that you know things aren't selling the way that you know, they should, or, you know, people need their, they know people need their product or service, but they're just not biting on it. And that's when you need to kind of take a step back and pay attention, right? Listen and, and watch and see what's going on. And I was able to do that. What I discovered, um, I had a lot of folks in the industry that were great champions for me that were referring clients. Oh yeah. Referring clients and still do refer potential work to me. Um, and I was quickly able to kind of start identifying what the needs were um, at a, kind of a different level. So I knew that all chambers of all shapes and sizes needed marketing help now and again, not always. And I never really wanted to be that extension of the staff. I never really wanted right. to be somebody's part-time marketing, some chambers part-time marketing person. I never really wanted to work consistently with a single organization. Mm-hmm. I wanted to kind of do, I, I prefer one and dones. We've talked about this yes. before. Oh, I'm kind of a one and done, done girl. Mm-hmm. So, but, um, so what I, probably in year three, I discovered that what was happening was that chambers were coming to me for one of three reasons. They either had no budget Right. Or very little budget. And so they needed a turnkey solution. They needed something that That's I could when provide so many to them. industries outsource. Yes. Limited exactly. budget. Yes. So they needed a turnkey solution. They needed something inexpensive that that they couldn't afford to hire me for a, a big project or to do their stuff on a regular basis. So they need, but they, need, they didn't have the in-house expertise to do it either. Mm-hmm. Um, so they needed something that I could give them that they could then use call their own and use and and use it as their marketing material. Right. Right. So I needed to be able to provide something for that group of people. The second group was people were people that had a little bit of a budget. They also had staff, but maybe they just didn't they they had potential to be able to do the stuff themselves, but they they needed uh they needed a little training. Right. So they needed me to be able to provide them with the tools that they could then go do it themselves. Mm-hmm. And then the third was a was a organization that had a budget to spend, maybe didn't have they maybe they had staff that could do it, but they didn't have time, and so they just needed me to do something for them. Right. So and that was the higher end product. That was the image campaigns, the that type of thing. So that was kind of the the evolution. That first evolution of my business was discovering. I don't need to offer this laundry list. Mm-hmm. I just need to route people to solutions. Mm-hmm that they understand are for them. So for, I was doing a lot of speaking at the time, um, heading to regional conferences, things like that through some of the champions that were helping, you know, refer business to me. So I was doing a lot of speaking. So I, that was the training model. I, I made a lot of, uh, you know, kind of headway in my products and services on offering training. Um, the kind of turnkey solutions, Evolved over the time, and I'll get to that in a minute. But I, what I noticed was that the that third level of the people that actually needed projects 
was smaller, that's really kind of what I thought I was going to be doing was projects right. for well, people. Well, what we think we're going to do and what we actually end up doing are usually pretty far apart. Right, exactly. Yeah. So that third thing of what I thought I was going to be doing, I had to be able to communicate that in a way that people would realize that I could do something for them mm-hmm. in a way that they understood. So the way I communicated that was provided a portfolio on my website that provided just kind of a general overview of all the different things I had done. So then they could imagine, oh, maybe she could do something like this for me. Right. Um, so, and those ten, those would be the bigger projects. Those would be the things that we talk about uh, rabbits, deer, and elephants in terms of clients. Your rabbits are your small clients, your deer are your medium size, and your elephants are your big ones. And so... I had a few that I was able to attract a few elephants. You gotta love a a few elephants, yeah, 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 absolutely. Where um, I found I was making kind of the most in that year, most revenue was in that middle zone Mm -hmm. with the training. So some of it was online training, um, offering an online course on do-it-yourself video, um, showing up to conferences and getting paid to be there to, to do workshops, that type of thing. And then I was still kind of struggling with that turnkey solution. Mm-hmm. So I started my turnkey solution, and you actually helped me with this, was the right. blog was, articles, blog yes. content, because so many chambers had blogs on their websites that were that were empty. They were just coming soon. Which is, yeah, that's a whole <laughs> separate podcast. It's a whole separate <laughs> podcast. <laughs> but so I hired you to mm-hmm. help me write some content that we could syndicate. And so that was my idea was, okay, this is something that they can just buy from me. They can, they can put it on their website. It's still syndicated content. It's got my copyright, all that stuff. Right. But I can sell it multiple times mm-hmm. to multiple Create people. Create it once, sell it, you know, a hundred exactly. times. And so that was, you know, kind of moderately successful. It gave me a solution. But what I found was that uh, there weren't enough. I mean, it was, there was still a barrier. There was still something that was not quite working right. for them. And, um, so I evolved yet again about two years ago. My background in video, heavy background in video, having worked in TV news. And I started figuring out ways that I could do essentially the same thing we did with the blog content, but do syndicated video content that I created that was custom made for the chambers. Mm-hmm. So it was basically, you know, the cha- pretty much every chamber faces the same kind of issues in communicating their value to their community and to their members. So I created a a video solution that could be syndicated that they could present as their own with their logo on it, Mm -hmm. um, create it once, sell it multiple times. Right. And it's not completely hands-free, but it's something that, you know, I'm pretty much now in the video business. you're not having to reinvent the wheel every time you sell one. exactly. And so that's really helped what I found, what I've discovered with that, that was intended for the small budget you know, I need a turnkey solution. Right. The rabbit. That, yes, for the rabbit, that's actually crossing over to other people too, because it's it's something that it's common for all of them. So I'm having, you know, some of the bigger chambers and some of the medium-sized chambers use this product as well, because it's just convenient for them. It's right. an easy way for them to, to access my services without having to contract, you know, for something completely original. So how do you feel that your clients dictated your pivot? You know, I think it was, oh, they definitely dictated. I mean, their needs right. dictated. Um, and the fact that things that I was thinking, this is perfect for them, that then they were not buying or calling about or asking for more right. information on, that I really had to pay attention to try to 
pivot in the right direction. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I stumbled a few times or maybe got close, you know, stepped a little closer. But um, I think what once I created the videos and it was definitely, uh, I think definitely they, they dictated it. As a matter of fact, I'm thinking back to one of the first conferences that I went to was in South Dakota and it was a chamber conference, multi-state chamber conference. And at that time I was thinking about the blog content and some other things. And it, some of the people there, I used them kind of as a mini focus group. We were just hanging out, having dinner. And I started asking them questions about what they needed. And that's where the blog content idea kind of generated mm-hmm. um, or, or grew some legs. And then, I mean, just the whole knowing that video is the direction marketing's going. Right. Um, made me start right, thinking paying attention to trends. Yes. And then also knowing being, you know, showing up at enough conferences and hearing enough observing and listening and hearing, um, enough chamber professionals say that they're so challenged by communicating value. They don't know how to, how to better communicate value, right? What, the, what they're doing on a regular basis, the traditional methods of doing it aren't working anymore. So you're listening to that concern in your market. Mm-hmm. And responding. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, definitely to answer your question, short answer, they were definitely responsible for the pivot, for sure. Which is good because mm-hmm. when you're meeting their needs, they're paying you. Yes. And yeah. You get a few elephants out of the deal. Yeah. You make a living. Exactly. And so yeah, what's happening is those, you know, that product uh-huh. that was supposed to be intended for that smallest, lowest budget item is also giving me exposure to other clients with bigger budgets to do right. bigger projects. Which so. that's ultimately what we all want. Yeah, absolutely. Big clients with big budgets. Absolutely. And, yes. Yeah. yeah. And so, and then also I've, my business, I don't just work with chambers and that's changed over the years too. When I first started, I was like, I'm just going to work with chambers. This is going to be my niche. Oh yes. You made a stand. Yeah. I that's made a adorable. stand. <laughs> I know. Isn't that cute? <laughs> I made a stand. And then I discovered that, um, you know, that I, I couldn't, I, there wasn't enough opportunity in the market right, on a regular basis. Well, and I think in order to have a lucrative full-time career as a creative, you have mm-hmm. to pay attention to that. Yeah, and you have to diversify your, mm-hmm. your revenue streams. So, and some of those things just came, I didn't actually actively, I've never actually actively pursued work outside the industry, chamber industry. I have gotten work through referrals, Mm -hmm. and as a result, I've developed some sub niches um, (laughs) through referral work. But website content, I'm doing a ton of that. A friend of mine who develops websites, doesn't do content, um, was struggling finding writers. Oh yeah, and he called one day and said, "Do you write? Would you ever write content for websites?" And I thought, "Why not? Why not? (laughs) Of course, they pay well. They pay well, and I, you know, I write." I've written my own, you know, I'm a writer. So I like, sure, I would do that. And I think I, I probably needed, you know, I, I was over myself in this whole idea that I'm staying <laughs> in one, mar- in one industry because well, it I just needed takes a couple work. of lean months to get over exactly. Yourself, I was you know? a little hungry. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, the rest is history on that because I've been doing work with him on a pretty regular basis. We probably do eight to 12 projects a year together. Oh, that's good. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's and yeah, it's excellent, and that's led to other people going, "Oh, well, I you I see you do website content for him, you know? Can you, you do, do website content?" Yeah, right. 
So, um, and I love that. Those are great one and done. Mm-hmm. I become an expert I for a couple a days. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. So those are a lot of fun. So that, yeah, that's been part of the pivot too, is, is, mm-hmm. is realizing that I may be working for two different audiences um, at any given time. Right. So, and not getting too stuck on this idea of this is who I am. I still, when I do a website for a small business, I still invoice under chamber speak, mm-hmm. you know, and at first I was like, well, I can't, I'm going to have to have a separate name for, no, you don't. It's just an invoice, you know? Right. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. just an invoice. They just need to write the check out to you. <laughs> right. Exactly. Or Chambers speak, to either one. Yeah. yeah. So, so, and I don't really, you know, as I mentioned, I don't really market myself in, in doing what, doing websites. It's not on my website anywhere that I do small business. Right. I, I target, um, I've just, it's just come in through referral work, which has been great, but yeah, it's been part of the pivot as well is, is just working with a different audience and doing well, something ha- different. You have to respond to the market. Yes. It's not what you want necessarily. I mean, mm-hmm. it is, yeah. but it isn't. Yeah. Yeah. I'm doing, I mean, pretty much now from the chamber speak side, the only thing, well, you were with me at the conference in Des Moines. I know. And I have to just digress <laughs> here for a minute. At our conference in Des Moines, we went to this crazy, wonderful place. Oh, it's so good. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Fong's Pizza. If you're ever in Des Moines, you have to have to do you it. You have to have Fong's Pizza. And I keep pizza. looking across the, the studio here, and you have on your Fong's t-shirt. And, and, and I'm looking across the studio at you, and you have your Fong's t-shirt on. <laughs> we totally didn't coordinate this. It totally wasn't planned. We love Fong's. Oh, my gosh. I just If it weren't so far away, I would want to go there for dinner. We'd be, call, we'd be calling them for delivery, for sure. Yeah. I mean, we just, <laughs> Definitely. Yes. But anyway, we digress. You were at the conference with me in Des Moines. Yes. Where we discovered Fong's. Oh. But it was a chamber industry conference, a national, actually international conference. And uh, really the only thing I was, I was promoting at that conference was video. So we digress. We, uh, you were with me at a conference, chamber industry conference yes. in Des Moines, where we discovered Fongs, Fong's which we pizza. love. Love it, love it. But uh, at that at that conference, and I've exhibited once there. I had a booth. Uh-huh. We had a booth. And uh, I've exhibited there one other time. And the other time, I think I was promoting blog content. Yes. Uh, among, you know, other services. Uh, your other 78. The 78, yeah. <laughs> 77. I guess blog right. content was 78. Um uh, this year, I just promoted video. Mm-hmm. Like these are the videos that we pr- produce for you. Right. We add your logo to them. We add your website to them. Ta-da! Ta-da. This is what we Ta-da. do. And you know, I had I would say more response, more people dropping cards in that fishbowl mm-hmm. than I think ever ever before. It was a and, super good conference. Yeah, and I think people, I, you know, I think the idea of focusing. You know, when you're when you're talking to an audience and focusing on the one thing that you've discovered that they need, rather than try to push them on stuff that they may not need, um, really having your message focused is going to resonate more with them. It's going to attract them more, and mm-hmm. then they still might ask questions about other stuff. Right? Hey, you do these videos. Do you do this other thing too? How about this? You know, I see that you do this really well. Right? Do you do this? Well, it's a conversation starter. You do this. Exactly. Yes. It's easier, I think, to have one or two or three specialties than it is to have 78. Definitely. Definitely. Because you appear to be more focused and more, you can have expertise in three areas that you can't have in 78. Yeah. 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 
and yeah, I think it gives, I think it just gives people a, a better sense of, you know, what you can do really, really well. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so, and sometimes people will, I'll, I'll get referrals for things that I, I'm not going to do. I probably can do it, but I don't want to do it. Or right. I don't think I'm the best person. I had one the other day where, um, I was doing a website for some, website content for someone. And my process is I interview with them and, mm-hmm. and get to know them and their business. And, and, uh, as we were going through the process, she asked me, the business owner asked me if I do LinkedIn for people and social media and other kind of brand building, personal brand building activities. And I do, but I felt like I was not the right fit for her. Right. You know, well, and at I, that moment, there's some people who I think can do it better. Like yes. I'm amazing, but this person over here could do what you need. Done right. Better. Exactly. And I knew I had, I had an instant referral for her. I mm-hmm. was like, I know somebody in your industry that does exactly what you I'm like, I can do it, but I know somebody who's going to be better at it. And a lot of times the client respects you for doing that. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Because it doesn't pay necessarily to be all things to all people, which I'm guilty of sometimes. <laughs> yeah. But but they ultimately respect you more and your position. Yeah. And I would say if that same thing had happened four or five years ago. You'd have I, taken the gig. I would have taken the gig. Mm-hmm. And now it's, I think it's part, not that I didn't need the gig. You know, I mean, I probably, you know, it, you know, it's always feast or famine. So you right. got to take the feast when you can. Um, I, but I just felt, I just, I don't know. I felt compelled to refer it. That's good. And because yeah. ultimately the client's probably going to get a, not that you would yes. do a great job, yeah. but the person you referred it to will probably do it better because that's what they specialize in. Are that's you saying I wouldn't three. do a great job? Oh, you so do a wonderful job. <laughs> You do the best job ever. <laughs> no, but it's true. And actually, I have followed up. I haven't followed up with the client. I followed up with the person I referred mm-hmm. her to. And it's going swimmingly. Right. They're getting along great. And it's the perfect fit. And I'm just Win-win. glad to have made the match. So, so, but yeah, it's, um, so yeah, it, it definitely things evolve over time. And I'm sure that, well, this whole Wobizzle thing is another evolution. Right. Of what, you know, what we're, and, and Wobizzle itself is an evolution. I mean, mm-hmm. it started out as a hobby for me back when I was working at the chamber. It gave me something, it was a hobby website, right. something I just wanted to do. I, I was inspired by the women business owners that I came in contact with while I was working at the chamber and just thought, there's got to be a way we can connect them for, right. you know, to build a community and to learn what they need to learn and just give them a home, you know, kind of. And um, then I put it on hold to start my business and now it's back and you're partnering on it. So that's been an evolution too. And we're, you know, and we're planning on doing more and more and really growing the site, making right. it really making it not just a hobby. Right. So And I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So well and, and just pivoting and, and staying with what's happening in the industry is so important. And I see people who who dig in and who put their flag in the ground and this is who I am and this is what I do. They fail to thrive and they're not mm-hmm. there in five years. They're mm-hmm. doing something completely different. They've taken a job, they've retired, whatever. You can't put your stake in the ground. No. I mean, you can, but you have to be prepared to move it. Well, I've had to move mine so many <laughs> yeah. times, it's a little embarrassing. Yeah, tell me about your evolution. Well, I mean, considering that I started 100 years ago, it's, <laughs> I've had a few pivots. But no, I mean, I started out as a journalist, and that's what I did. Mm-hmm. I, have free, I was a freelance journalist, and... Um, 
pinched myself daily. You know, like, how lucky am I that <laughs> yeah. I get to do this? And, you know, talk about an industry that's feast or famine. Oh, my oh, gosh. Oh, gosh, yeah. And my pivot there was just to get bigger markets. Yes. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so I was just always climbing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, everything, as we know, changed with the print industry back mm-hmm. in oh, the early 2000s. And around the same time, I was going through a divorce. So I took a job uh, for a couple of years doing on-site public relations marketing type work. And that moved me into the marketing mm-hmm. slash yeah. PR slash copywriting industry. Yes. Um, so that's where I am now. I had someone ask me one day, what do you do or what do you write? And I said, whatever you pay me for. Right. <laughs> Which is <laughs> yeah. kind of embarrassing. I don't have this, the identified specialties like you do necessarily, but I do... I am a copywriter. I really can write about just about anything. Mm-hmm. I've written extensively on real estate, finance, and you know, women's empowerment. I mean, it kind of runs the gamut of the things I can do. Um, but I've had to adapt because I was a journalist and I was I was in mm-hmm. like that's oh, what yeah. I was going to do, yeah. but not if I was going to be a single mom with two kids. Mm-hmm. It just came down to that. Oh. And I also needed health insurance. Yes. You know, you got to eat. You got to eat. <laughs> and I needed to be able to make money consistently. And so I've done a lot of agency work and I've done a lot of uh, subcontract work. I've had to learn social media. Mm-hmm. I do a lot of social media management. Mm-hmm. And if you would have asked me 20 years ago, or even like when MySpace came out, someday you're going to make your living doing this. I'd be like, <laughs> whatever. But the needs of my clients dictated that I move with the changing times. And Mm -hmm. so now I'm doing Instagram, I'm doing Twitter, I'm doing LinkedIn, I'm doing Facebook. I mean, these are things that five years ago I would have laughed. I would have been like, Mm -hmm. there's no way this is going to be the lion's share of my... Mm -hmm. I'm a journalist. Right, exactly. For crying out (laughs) loud. For crying out loud. (laughs) I've won awards and stuff, you know? But now it's... the industry dictates the direction that I go. Mm-hmm. And so if my clients need X, Y, Z, if it's something that I think, boy, I need to learn that, I'm mm-hmm. going to need to follow that. And I, and like you said, you listen to your clients, especially my elephant clients. Yes. Yeah. If there are needs that they have that I can fulfill, mm-hmm. I'm going to do it. Yeah. They're my elephant. Mm-hmm. I don't really want to share them. But if it's something I can't do, like video, I'm never going to mm-hmm. learn how to do video. Not ever. Mm-hmm. I don't have the skill set. It's a completely different specialty. I will outsource that. Right. And yeah. build a network of trusted providers to do that. Mm-hmm. But I think that we can't have that place of this is who I am. This is what I do. I'm a writer. I'm the word miller. I've had that forever. Mm-hmm. I'm always going to do something with words. But it's what that something is. Yeah. That's constantly changing. Yeah. What's the, um, can you think of a, you only talk about rabbit, deer, elephants. I've got some of each. Yes. Yeah. And it's, it's good to have. Right. Yeah. It's good to have like a healthy, you know, herd of deer. You've got to have a good mix. And I, yeah. Don't put all your, don't put all your eggs in one elephant or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) What do you, um, have you ever had, because I'm thinking of one that I've had, have you ever had an elephant that you took on that was sort of what you do, but you're like, it's an elephant. I'm going to do this. Oh, my gosh, yes. Let's hear about it. I have one. <laughs> well, I mean, I do all kinds of things. I've got an elephant client that I absolutely adore, and um, I do all kinds of random mm-hmm. research. Uh-huh. Uh, 
market studies, things that aren't in my normal wheelhouse mm-hmm. that they yeah. need done. Like, tell me about this market in these five cities uh-huh. or yeah. pull this for these 10 states or whatever. Things that are not in my normal wheelhouse, uh-huh. but I will stretch and learn. Right. Yeah. Uh, LinkedIn personal branding, that's not something I had done a lot of, uh-huh. but I needed to stretch and learn. Right. Mm-hmm. So... Um, it depends on the elephant, yeah, or the viability of the deer. Yeah, um, I had a uh, I had an elephant come to me through my my the person that refers me a lot of the website content. Mm-hmm. Um, he was working with a client that needed a training manual, uh, their company training manual, which was ooh, see, I've done things like this too. Yes, yes. it was. It was like a five inch binder, like five inch. Yeah, is that five inches? That's a lot of inches. Yeah, it's five inch, <laughs> a five inch binder full of training, and they wanted to transition it from the five inch binder to online in a way that was that wasn't just a big PDF that people had to roll through. That was easy, easily digestible. And oh, that he he called me and he said. He's like, I have this project, and he said, it's you know, it's a big client of mine. He said, I know it's not what you do, but you're the only person I think that can do it that I know. Right. You know, will you do it? And I said, well, I'll take a look at it. And so I kind of took a look at the details of the project and stuff. And he said, okay, well, you'll just give them an estimate. I'll get you in touch with them directly. And before I, before I uh, sent the estimate, I sent it to my friend, and I said, "Is this too much?" And he said, "It's not nearly enough." Oh, <laughs> and nice. he was like, "You need to, yeah." He's like, "It's going to take longer." He's like, "It's, it's trust me, it's going to take longer," and so he's like, "You need to reevaluate that." And so I bumped it up, and he was right. I mean, I earned every penny. It was a big, big project, but I earned every penny on it. But I was glad to do it. It was a mm-hmm. big, it made my year. Nice. You know, it was like, came in in August. We started talking about it in July. I think they, they pulled the trigger on it in August. And uh, I worked on it through the end of the year. They had an internal deadline of early December. And it, it made my, it made, it made my year, you know, nice. <laughs> like it, I was like, and I was so grateful to have it and it right. and, and it stretched me. Mm-hmm. I learned about a new software program and you know, kind of an e-learning type of thing. Um, you know, I learned a lot about that particular industry, which was completely different from what I, you know, I can I can now spout off random facts. I know, like I need yeah. to I need to win money with some of my random fact skills. Right? You know? Yeah, we should be a trivia team now. We, we should yeah, team up and yeah, and maybe Fong's has tri- trivia. Maybe <laughs> we'll go to Des Moines and ask. <laughs> yeah, but. Um, but yeah, and it's just it, and it also opened my mind to other ideas too. So like they wanted it done in a, a very structured kind of a certain way, but it really opened up my creativity to, you know, you could convey this information in a different way. And well, you know, and when you look at something like that, a project like that, to me, it is creative, even though it's highly technical, mm-hmm. multi, you know, a million little pieces. It's an art to put it all together yes. in a way that makes sense. Yeah, and. Yeah, turning it from word salad into something that's interesting and engaging. And yes, I've done a training manual for an elephant client. And I'm like, <laughs> what? I've never written a training manual. That's usually something I would refer on. Uh-huh. I don't do technical yes type stuff, but yeah. I did it, and it was 
it was a big project. Yeah. And it was a stretch. Yeah. But I'm glad that I did it. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to add to my list of things. Right. You know, I don't want to have 78 things by any means. But for the right client, I will. Yeah. I'm I'm not marketing myself as transitioning (laughs) print training manuals into online. I will do it. It'll be amazing. But it was it really did add a few extra tools to my toolbox. Mm -hmm. And and yeah, I can spout off random. Random facts about this particular oh, the industry, facts from the pivot. and yeah. yeah, but yeah, it really and it also made me. It also sometimes makes you realize when you do kind of take a turn like that, what you don't want to do. You know? Oh, definitely. It was it was a lucrative project, and I could market myself that way and probably make you know a lot of money doing it, but mm-hmm. I don't want to. <laughs> it was so tedious. It was very tedious. Right. And nerve wracking. And nerve wracking. Things like that can be very tedious yes. and nerve wracking. Yeah. And if I had to, you know, pick my, my big specialties, blogging, mm-hmm. yes, social media management, I don't know what my third one would be. Well, I mean, writing. Just well, yeah, gen- yeah, just writing yeah. in general. Just writing in general. But yeah. 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 So those would be my three. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of branches in those three. Yeah. And the market, if the market changes again, and mm-hmm. it will probably by the time this hits the airwaves next yeah. week. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> is I'll pivot with it. Yes. Because pivot or die. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, for me, a video, which is is coming of its own now. I mean, mm-hmm. it, I mean, it's always been out there. It's always been something. But, but now, it's such a huge part of marketing today. Yeah, and it's only going to get more it and weighs more. weighs more than yes. words, according to some people, but I will... You'll, we'll arm wrestle over yeah, that later. Yeah, we'll arm wrestle over that. <laughs> content is king. <laughs> Video content is king. <laughs> but um, so that's that's really great for me because it's kind of a natural... I don't, I don't even have to pivot. I just have to fall back into you right. know, the comfortable chair or whatever. But... Um, but blogging was new. I mean, I'm a writer, but blogging was very new to me uh-huh. when I started the hobby blog. It was like kind of a crazy idea. I'm going to do this for in my spare time because I need a I need a hobby. Right. I don't you know? write enough. <laughs> I don't write enough. And uh, I wanted to write what I wanted to write, right. you know. And so that's kind of really how it started. But in learning all the aspects, the back ends of the sites yeah. and things like that. And then so doing that. Well, yeah, Personally. I load blogs for clients. Right. Like, I don't just I do send too. them to someone. I get on the back end of their website. Exactly. Adding images. And, and who all would have that. ever imagined that we would be doing this? Nobody should. Yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> Ten years ago, please don't ask me to get to the back end of right. a website. Oh, gosh. I don't gosh. know what you're talking about. Yeah. I'll blow it up. Something terrible will happen. <laughs> but now we do it. It's a routine part of all our. All the time. Yeah. I have passwords to back ends of websites all over the country. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trustworthy. Yes, I am too. I am too. Sometimes, and well, yeah, we've got a blog post coming up about why you shouldn't trust your social media oh, gosh, manager yes. too much. But <laughs> unless, but of course, it's one of us. I trust you. I you trust have my you. passwords. You know my all my passwords. Yeah, like you I can, think you know mine. Crack too. my bank account. And <laughs> I won't. You, she won't. She won't. Yeah, I trust her. But but yeah, I mean, so it's it. Yeah, some of the stuff that you end up doing, it does. You know, the in the pivot, you mm-hmm. learn new skills, which are can lead you to other things, you know? I mean, so learning that skill, I pivoted in my, basically my personal life. I'm going to start a blog. I'm going to learn how to do this WordPress thing. Right. We should put that WordPress should be in a stuff we love segment because I love WordPress. Yeah, love WordPress. Um, but, you know, being able to, to just kind of learn on my own that way mm-hmm. helped me to then be able to offer, other, you know, help to other clients along the way. Hey, I need, you know, can you help me with this or that? Oh, yeah, sure. I know how to. 
I know how right. to work around and work in order around. to stay competitive, we have to know these yeah. things. Oh yeah, these yeah. aren't things I necessarily ever wanted to yes. learn, mm-hmm. but I had to learn. Yeah, yeah. And I'm glad now that I know of them, mm-hmm. and I know that I'm going to have to continue learning. Yeah, I can't say, oh, that's a new thing. I don't do it because guess what? There's yeah. 50 people behind me who will exactly. Yeah, and you know, talk about pivoting again is you know basic SEO. Mm-hmm. I've had an opportunity in the last year and a half working with a client to learn how to do SEO. I mean, I'm not, you know, extensive, you know, that some of these crazy people have businesses that, you know, are constantly changing, you know, minute by minute, but enough to be able to say, Mm -hmm. this is going to help your, your website, you know, rise higher in search. Um, The little tips and tricks behind the scenes. And that's something that a couple of years ago, I would have been like, no freaking right. way. Right. I don't want to learn it. I don't want to. But yeah. it's the big things. You know, it's like moving from being a journalist to the type of writing, you know, to doing commercial copywriting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had to unlearn everything that I knew. Yes. I had to break every rule that yeah. I'd been taught. See, and I was a little different because even though, I mean, I was a journalist, but I was in TV. Mm-hmm. And TV is more conversational mm-hmm. than, than, you know, so just from a stylistic standpoint, right. I had a little bit of an advantage because I was writing conversationally right. where you Spoken were writing a print. Was, than, yeah, than. yeah. So, yeah, you had to, like, climb out of the stylistic plus then, you know, take off your journalism hat and sell. Right. <laughs> you want me to do what? Wait, I haven't verified this three ways. Hold on. You, you, know, you know, it's so funny because when I worked in TV um, – the salespeople, the TV salespeople, the ad executives, they weren't allowed in our newsroom. Like we would, yeah. like, oh, no. they would, and then oh, no, they no, knew no. it. They would come to the door and they might need to talk to somebody and they just kind of look around to try to make eye contact with somebody and be like, hey, I need to talk to you about something. Yeah, but they were two. not allowed to cross the threshold. Right. And I crossed, <laughs> you know, I just totally did. Crossed, I was yeah. like, well, got to do something different. Yeah. Yeah. And I did too, ultimately. Right. You know? So those are big pivots. They are big. That is, you're right. That's a huge but, pivot. Ultimately, I love what I do. Yeah. And I will continue to pivot as long as I need to in order to to have this life. Yeah. How do you pivot? I think, you know, it's just you do what you got to do whenever Mm -hmm. you, I mean, you see the opportunity. Mm -hmm. Um, I think you weigh the opportunity. Like, is this, is, is, is this a rabbit trail? pivot or an or elephant is, stampede exactly or is it something like is is this something that's going to change my business for the better long term right. and you don't always know and so you do kind of meander a little bit when you're pivoting i think you you know you don't just pivot and and once and it's over i right. think you do a lot of meandering and sometimes the pivot's not right and you go back to where you were or you um but i mean i think i always try to analyze the opportunity um Go ahead and take the take the risk. Maybe stick your toe in the water, mm-hmm. see how it works, and then if you like if you like it, it looks like it's it's going to be something that's a good decision for your business. Then you put both feet in, right? And um, sometimes you sometimes you just have to just do it too, though. Sometimes mm-hmm. you just have to go for it. Well, sometimes you just do it once or twice. Not a good fit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, move on. Yeah, and you know, listen to what your clients are dictating. Yeah, what are their needs? What's the market demanding? And that's really what it what it's all about is don't assume that you know. Right. Even if they tell you, don't assume that you still know. Mm-hmm. I mean, you still have to pay attention. They can't tell you one thing one time, like you know, like the blog articles, for example. Back then, you know, when I was first starting thinking about it, everybody wanted them. Oh, yeah, I totally, you know. So right. then we get them ready and we do it. And turns out not everybody wants them. We had 
people wanted them. Plenty but it wasn't there. all the people that said they wanted them. No, they didn't really want them. So, right. So you have to kind of, you have to, yeah, you have to pay attention, and, but not invest too much in what people say all the time. Right. So you kind of just really have to, yeah, you just have to be paying attention. You can't and, wear one hat. Yeah. And you can't, you know, I think the times, like I freak my mother out. I just do. <laughs> I completely freak her out. She doesn't know what to make of me. And I've been in this business for 20 plus years and she still thinks, mm-hmm. oh, the sky is going <laughs> to fall and hit my daughter. Um, but she had a job and she was at that job forever. Mm-hmm. And she had one time, you know, I mean, she had promotions. And, sure. Yeah. But she whatever. had a career that was But in her one, career yeah. was in mm-hmm. one yeah. specific role. Those days are gone. Whether mm-hmm. you freelance, whether you're an entrepreneur or a small business owner, or whether you're in the workplace, the millennials have the edge in the fact that they pivot so fast. Yeah. And they learn so quickly. Yeah. And if we are going to stay competitive in this marketplace, we have to do the same thing. And refusal to do that, your client base is going to dry up. Yeah. Your business exactly. is going to slow down. And it's going to be catastrophic eventually. And you'll have nobody to blame but yourself. No. You know, I mean, I do, I do run into every once in a while, I'll run into somebody who, like a freelancer who hasn't developed mm-hmm. a pivot and is kind of stuck and their clients, their work is drying up, drying up, drying up. I haven't been drinking. No, drying up. Drying up. (laughs) What did you put in this coffee? Um, But and they and they're they're kind of like you know they're blaming the market or they're blaming you know people don't understand you know that they need this or you know you can't no no you don't tell people what they need no (laughs) no you don't and so it you know it's either either you're not selling yourself or what you're selling is not. Needed. Not needed. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so, yeah, you have to, I mean, you're responsible for your own success. Mm-hmm. And if you, if what you're doing isn't working, then you got to pivot. Right. We would love to hear about some of your pivots. What changes have you made? Where did you start? Where are you now? And where are you going? Yes. So get in touch with us at woebizzle.com. You can also find us on Facebook. Search for our Facebook page, woebizzle.com. Thanks for listening to the Low Bizzle Podcast. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or wherever you prefer to listen. If you love what we're putting down, please rate us too. That would mean a lot. But most importantly, we want you to be part of our community. Head over to Facebook and request to join our group, the Women of Low Bizzle, and get the tools you need to succeed by signing up for our free weekly marketing tips at lowbizzle.com. We want to know what you're thinking. What challenges do you face? What questions do you have about running your business? Contact us on woebizzle.com and let us know. Bye Bye for for now. now.